Good morning, yogis. <laughs> so this uh, time here is our formal knitting of the uh, two communities into one. Last night, a few of the people staying on came to the opening, but most of them didn't. So uh, in this sitting, we have the metta yogis that have been doing the metta practice for a week or eight days, and then we have the incoming yogis, all of you who just arrived. And uh, we're, we're knitting together into one tapestry, one community. And if you want, you can just take a minute to look around at this configuration. It's uh, helpful as mid-sized mammals to know our environment. It helps us relax. So yeah, it's part of arriving here is just looking around the space, knowing who's around you, and, and also through the windows, seeing the land, knowing the land around us. And most of this first day, or a lot of this first day, is going to be your systems orienting to where you're at and learning how to kind of trust this place, trust the community might take longer than a day, but, but that's the way we're orienting so that we can, um, our nervous systems feel safe enough to settle down and to look deeply within. So we're going to begin this morning with the cell phone ceremony. I'm going to turn it over to Devin, who uh, will orchestrate that. Okay. <clears throat> So we're not quite sure which lineage this ancient tradition comes from, but we are, um, it has been very supportive and helpful for our practices, so we're going to continue it on, and when we figure out who to grip credit to, we will at that point in time. Um, so how we're going to do this, we're actually just going to, we'll start in the back, and if you have your cell phone with you, then you come right down here and you can put it in the basket. If you've already turned it in, you can also come and, and bow. Um, and if it's in your room, it's turned off, and it's in your suitcase, and that's where it's going to be, then there's no judgment. You do not have to do this. It's a great practice support if you do, and if, if that's not what you need, then you don't have to bring it. So we'll start in the back there and come, and once you come down, put your phone in or, or just bow, then you can bow and go to the outside and back to your seat, and we'll come right down the middle so we can... Start with those in the very back, the back rows there.
All right. Thank you all very much. Hopefully your phones are off and you'll be <laughs> fine. If you're a user of a certain phone, the other group, you will have lots of updates when you turn your phone back on. And we have in this basket the minerals of Africa and the labor of Asia. <laughs> so, too soon? Sorry. Okay, this is too soon. Sorry. Thank you. I am about your renunciation. It's, uh, in this world, it's a pretty big deal to turn in your cell phone. And um, those of you who have it in your room or in your car, and if you find that you can't resist the temptation, you're welcome to turn it in to the office um, at any point during the retreat. When I talked last night about the Eightfold Path and skillful intention, and one skillful intention is renunciation or simplicity. So there you just enacted it. You're moving right along on the path. So as I said, today we're going to be spending a lot of time just learning, or just landing here, um, arriving. And uh, one of the ways that we're going to do this is by starting out our first day with really developing an, a relationship with what is called the anchor or I prefer the term home base, though I was just notified that if you play baseball, that might not be the best. <laughs> My teacher sort of said, well, I get an image of sliding into home base. And I'm like, well, you can slide into your anchor. <laughs> but anyway, find the word that, use, that works best for you. Some, you know, technically, it's called your primary object. Um, but this is... Uh, 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 a sense experience that we can return to to assist ourselves in this collectedness and non-distractedness in, in arriving. And um, it's best to choose an anchor that is comfortable, a place that it's easy to come back. So traditionally, for many people, the breath is um, the kind of the traditional anchor that's given. It's, it's always there as long as you're alive and has this movement to it to keep your attention. But if your breath is not comfortable, that's not a good anchor for you. We don't want to spend our whole week trying to work on the breath either. I want to be very clear about that. That would be underselling yourself. That would be... Uh, uh, not the best use of your time to try to use your breath as an anchor and try to make it smoother and, and longer and deeper. And um, yeah, let's put projects aside because really insight meditation isn't about projects. It's not about that kind of goal. It's about learning to um, land here with life in all of its wildness with an open and spacious heart-mind. So you can see if you're working on trying to make your anchor a comfortable place, that that's a different kind of practice. So the breath is traditional, but if that isn't comfortable for you, um, we sometimes use the whole body sitting, feeling the whole body sitting, and often alternate it with the hands touching or the feet contacting the floor 
something that uh, moves back and forth sometimes helps keep our attention better. So the whole body sitting, hands touching. Or whole body sitting, feet touching. Or hands touching, feet touching. And so finding, um, uh, and many of you already have, I'm sure, a home base that you're comfortable with, but if not, finding a comfortable home base will be an important part of your morning practice. Uh, So somewhere, if you can connect, is somewhere in the body that feels safe, easy to come back to, neutral or maybe slightly pleasant. For some people, um, that's a hard instruction to find some place in the body to land, and so some people use hearing as an anchor. So it's a sense experience. Receiving sounds. The challenge is the hall's pretty quiet. <laughs> so is it, sometimes, it, you know, you might space out with that one a little bit more, but you can notice quiet, notice sounds near, far. Um, and you can also use that hearing anchor anytime you just need a little spaciousness for a little while. You're getting kind of cramped and tight around your home base. Just open up to hearing for a while. It's very very spacious, nothing to do. It's just happening, right? And awareness just happens. So that's the kind of energy we want to bring to our anchor, whatever it is. We rest with the experience and receive it. I want to encourage you to um, lower your expectations significantly. (laughs) We come into retreat often with very high expectations that we should be able to, you know, what's so hard about like connecting with your breath? It should be able to do that easily and we should be able to sustain it, right? But uh, that's not how it usually goes. We've really kind of made a crash landing, many of us, (laughs) from a very busy life, right? And so The mind has a lot of momentum, and it will continue probably to have momentum today. You don't have to worry about that. Really, your only business is when you find yourself lost in some story, lost in some fantasy, lost in a worry, lost in remembering your job, or all you have to do is, oh, notice that you've woken up, you're here, and then gently come back to your anchor. And so the renunciation part of this practice, the simplicity part of this practice, is letting go of the conceptual mind as our refuge and finding our refuge in embodied presence. So the mind goes, blah, 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 what about... Oh, Temple did this the other day. It was great. He was like, my mind goes, yeah, but what about? And then I go. <laughs> I loved that image. Just like, shh, it's okay, right? Like how you would calm a crying baby. Shh, it's okay. And then you come back to the anchor. And then your mind goes, yeah, but. <laughs> okay, it's okay. You relax. Come back to the anchor. That's like it for today. <laughs> Lots of things will happen, and you don't have to, you know, try to get rid of them. You notice them. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, 
Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to the anchor. So it's not about repression or trying to get rid of or keeping things down. You notice what else comes up, give it some space, and then back to the anchor. Okay, let's go ahead. So finding a posture that feels, um, I like to say dignified, confident. Like how does your posture manifest enthusiasm for what we're doing? A trust in yourself. Right? A certain uplifted quality, right, to our posture. And then we balance that with ease and relaxation. So we're looking for both. Enthusiasm, confidence, uprightness, combined with ease, relaxation, settledness. Sometimes it's helpful to scan the body places where we may uh, easily hold tension and invite relaxation. Might happen, it might not, but we can make the invitation. So for example, if we start with the forehead, a place where we often have a scrunched, right? Can we invite the forehead to broaden? Maybe invite the eyes to just settle back. They tend to be very active. Ah, they can rest now. And invite maybe the jaw to let go a little bit if it wants to. And we can invite the neck to lengthen, and the way that that happens sometimes is just the slightest tuck of the chin. You can see what happens if you just slightly tuck the chin. You may feel the neck lengthen a little bit and relax. And then we can allow the shoulders to both drop and broaden. They relax in these two ways. So they can be wide, and they can, maybe the the shoulder bones in the back can drop a little bit. Very slight adjustments. We're not asking for major changes here. And invite the chest and the abdomen to soften if they wish just a little bit. Invite the lower back to drop towards the floor a little bit if it wants to. We tend to hold excess energy there. And then feel the contact with the chair or the cushion. Feel the support of the earth below us, holding us, allowing us to rest and relax.
And then the contact of the legs and feet, however they're contacting the floor and the earth below us. So sitting on this earth is part of our dignity and part of our homecoming. So we might then feel the whole body sitting and then feel the hands touching, the sensations in the hands. Maybe warmth or coolness, tingling. Whole body sitting. Hands touching. Allowing a a settling into a receiving the experiences. You don't have to go out and get them. They're they're here. (laughs) So we, we connect. We aim the attention to the whole body sitting, hands touching, and then receive that experience. Then the mind wanders into some story, oh, this, that, shh, it's okay, relax, and back to whole body sitting, hands touching. Might notice an emotion arises, oh, um, Maybe a little bit of fear. You say, oh yeah, fear, hello. It's okay. Come back to the body sitting, hands touching. You might notice enthusiasm arises. Oh, hi, enthusiasm. Okay, it's all right. Back to the body sitting, hands touching. And then for some of you, the movement of the breath might call your attention, be a comfortable place to settle your attention. Maybe you feel the rising and falling of the abdomen, the stretching and releasing. Maybe you feel the breath enter the nostrils as coolness or warmth. Tingling. So if the breath is comfortable, we orient the awareness towards the breath and then receive the experience. Receive the sense experience of breathing in and out.
So for some of you, you know where your comfortable anchor is and you can begin to settle with this experience, receiving it, and having it as a refuge for returning when we find ourselves scattered, lost, in a different world. We notice, we wake up, relax, and return. And for others of you this morning, you might be trying out different anchors to find the one that feels comfortable and easeful for you. And if you find yourself getting kind of tight or stressed, my guess is you're trying too hard. And so we can ease back, settle down, relax, and really trust this process. For most of you, today is going to be a little messy. That's okay. That's normal. No hurry. It's just now anyway. The present moment is here, waiting for you, and when you return, you reconnect. Oh, yes. Breathing. Sitting, touching. So I'll have some silence now as we practice coming home right here, right now, with this anchor, our home base as our support, our assist.
Sometimes it can be helpful to remember that we're doing this practice not to fix ourselves, but to know ourselves and to know life through this being sitting here. And so we can bring a touch of kindness to our awareness. We can think of it as a friendly awareness that wants to meet and know what's happening rather than an awareness that wants to fix what's happening. So in the last few minutes, just perhaps bringing in this orientation of a friendly awareness, a kind attention, a warm-hearted presence. You don't have to think about it too much, but it's like planting an intention that the attention is friendly. And continuing this intention for friendliness, sometimes it's supportive at the end of a sitting to appreciate your efforts, no matter if they turned out the way you wanted or thought they should. You persevered, and that's noble and worthy of appreciation. And we can appreciate each other, our sangha, our community, how our intention supports others' intentions and others' commitment supports our commitment. We enter our, we support each other just by being here and doing this together. So appreciating this wonderful community that's committed to this week of deep exploration. And wishing each other well as we journey through this next week together.
Zen master Dogen said that awakening is intimacy with all things. And this is like a koan for me. I contemplated this sentence for years. Awakening is intimacy with all things. And so we're starting today with the intimacy with this home base, allowing ourselves to rest into it, to receive it, to know it. And then in the coming days, we're going to be adding instructions for intimacy with other body experiences, with emotions, with thoughts, with the mind itself, with feeling tones. So we'll be adding in um, other experiences. And so the goal isn't just to stay with this anchor. The goal is going to be to open to all our experience. But today we give preference to the anchor or the home base in order to help us land and collect. And it's important to remember that it's just a tool. Home base is a tool. It's not a goal. We sometimes think that meditation, you know, the goal is to not think and to stay with my breath. Um, You might say that's a goal of concentration meditation, though I, I would kind of work with that sentence anyway, but for insight meditation, um, the the breath is just the place that we have to to come back to, to collect ourselves. And so if anything, the quote-unquote goal is to come back. You can't make it stay. You might think you can, you might want to make it stay, the tension stay with your breath or your anchor, but you can't. That's not in your control. That's really good to know, because if we think that's in our control, we're going to stress ourselves out major. But if we know that our only job is just to return, when we wake up, when we arrive, to just gently, kindly come back, that's pretty doable, isn't it? Making your attention stay with your anchor, good luck. Uh, So I think we are going to move into a few announcements, and then we'll talk about walking meditation. So a few announcements. Um, First, uh, we will announce every day what day of the week it is. So today is Tuesday. (laughs) I want to introduce uh, Ramona, who's a retreat support associate. Ramona, Thank you for your support, Ramona. Just a reminder to uh, make sure to arrive on time for the sits and uh, not to leave any sits early um, unless you need to run to the bathroom. If you do leave the hall, uh, best not to come back in during the sit. Um, make sure to attend the, the um, Ramavahara sitting and the practice instructions today at 4.15, and also to attend the talk at 7.30 this evening. So these are the three, the three sessions we want to make sure you always attend are the 8.30 instructional sit, 4.15 Brahma Vihara session, and the 7.30 talk. And uh, for the uh, Brahma Vihara portion, if you... Um, would like to, there will always be questions and answers for the Brahma Viharas. These are the divine abodes of the heart. It'll be a guided meditation 
After the guided meditation, there's time for questions. If you prefer not to stay around for the questions, feel free to just uh, get up and leave in that, uh, in that session, Prama Vahara session only. It can be really good to just follow the schedule, so it really keeps it simple to just follow the schedule, but take care of yourself wisely as well, so trust your heart on what will best support your practice. But the simplicity of the schedule should really serve to uh, support you. We have two uh, sessions scheduled for yoga. We'll, uh, they will actually start tomorrow, uh, not today. Uh, we will have one yoga session in the hall today with Rasika at 3.30. So that will be here in the main hall. Um, the other yoga sessions and days that follow will be upstairs in the walking hall. We'll provide a little more detail on that uh, tomorrow. Uh, and if you uh, prefer not to do uh, yoga, of course, you can make that a walking period. So if you prefer not to do yoga today, you could just make that a walking period. Later today, we'll have a practice meeting leader sign-up sheet. This practice meeting leadership is a, a leader sheet is for folks to sign up to lead sits during the day when the teachers are not able to be in the hall and to ring the bell, just to watch the clock and ring the bell at the end of the sit. And there's a schedule up front just in case you forget the time the sit ends. Affinity groups will start uh, tomorrow. We have affinity groups for folks who are um, BIPOC and or LGBTQI and GE. So uh, BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, People of Color. Uh, those will start. They, the first one will be Wednesday, 6.30 to 7.15. In the council house, there will be a note posted tomorrow. So they will, that group will meet Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and that's optional. Attendance is optional. And the LGBTQI and GE gender expansive group will meet on uh, Thursday, Saturday, Monday evening, 6.30 to 7.15, and again, optional. Any questions on the announcements? Just, just on the announcement portion. So you may have noticed on the schedule that we alternate um, sitting or stillness meditation uh, with walking or movement meditation. And uh, these work really uh, importantly together. They support each other. Um, and so it's important to do both of them. We often uh, think of the sitting or the stillness as a primary practice, and the other ones, well, kind of fillers we can do if we want. But they really support each other. The walking or movement practice is energizing, helps us bring mindfulness to movement, which is how we spend a lot of our lives. And it's also, um, it builds concentration as we keep coming back to the sensations in the body and uh, groundedness as we connect with the earth. As we're moving. I think let's try, um, if, for those of you who are comfortable standing up, we're going to just do a little, little tiny walking meditation in place. For those who are not comfortable, please feel free to stay seated. And um, perhaps get off your uh, Zabutans 
So we start our walking, our um, movement meditation by gathering the attention in the body at the end of a pathway. I'll, I'll demonstrate that a little later. We can start with standing, feeling, or, or sitting. If you're sitting, I'll use the standing instructions. So standing, feeling the body, feeling the contact with the earth. And then just for right now, just shifting the weight onto one leg and feeling the changing sensations in that leg as you shift, slowly maybe. And switch to the other leg, feeling the changing sensations in that leg as it takes on the weight, right? Maybe pressure, maybe hardness in the foot. Tightness, go back to the other foot. Feel this intimacy. We're developing this intimacy through this form. Okay, now, if you wish, taking a tiny step and feeling the sensation slowly as you lift the foot, move it, place it, and shift. Maybe one more tiny step. You lift the foot, and tension in this leg and foot, move it, place it, and shift. And then when we do walking, we come to the end of our path and we turn. So turning, mindfully feeling the body as you turn. And taking your two tiny steps back, feeling the sensations in the moving leg and foot. If you're seated, you might be moving your arm up and down, for example, a repetitive movement. Okay, and then we can all return to a seated posture. I believe that all of you have probably had walking meditation instructions because this is a retreat for those who have already done a retreat, but let's just review. So we find a place that we can walk back and forth. Um, start with standing, feeling the body standing. And then we just walk, feeling the body, bringing the attention into the body. And maybe we start at a kind of normal pace. You can feel the hips move, whatever calls your attention. Stop, stand, turning. Turning's a good place to really up the attention quotient because. The mind has this habit, it's like, oh, I made it to the end, it's vacation time, and, and wants to kind of think during the turning as a little break, so you can, can watch out for that. And then walking back. Turning's fun, 
I like turning. Um, <laughs> so um, you can work with different speeds. If, if you're restless or tired, you might want to do a fair amount at a normal speed to kind of sink your body with your mind. Um, but if you're feeling like you're kind of settling, you might just do a slower speed. Sometimes we use a little note, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, kind of getting more intimate with the sensations. And then sometimes if, it, if you're feeling really settled, it can be kind of fun to just go really slow. You, this isn't a goal, but lifting, moving, I might have balance, lifting, moving, placing, shifting, lifting, moving, placing, shifting. Um, I know for me, when I first started this practice, I hated walking meditation. I found it incredibly boring. I, I would like go up and down stairs or, or walk backwards. I kept trying to find something that would make it interesting. <laughs> and what really helped for me was to divide my walking period into three parts and do one part at a kind of normal speed. Step, 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 right? Stepping, stepping, stepping. One part at a medium speed. Lifting, placing, lifting, placing, and then one part of, and then one part is really slow speed, lifting, moving, placing, shifting. So that kind of kept my attention because each one was a little different. And so I only had to sustain like attention for 10 or 15 minutes on <laughs> a particular thing. So you can try that if you feel like you can't connect to it for 45 or 30, 45 minutes. Um, you can break it up in that way. And if you're feeling, some, sometimes people are like, well, I'm, doing, I'm outside, I'm doing this, you know, I'm in a beautiful place, and I'm bringing my attention to my body. And at the end of the path, if you're feeling like you need a little refreshment, you can mindfully stand, seeing, hearing, smelling, feeling the body, you know, just taking in the environment and taking in the kind of nourishment, right, of this land, and then turning, and back to feeling the body, getting close to the body as you walk. Is there anything to add, team? Did I forget anything that you can think of for walking meditation? Um, any questions around the walking instructions or the sitting instructions this morning? Yeah, all settled. Okay. Do they know where the walking places are in this building complex? I don't. <laughs> sure. Um, there's a walking room up the stairs. Uh, there's also, if you walk out the door, I go back into the foyer and then walk out the door and uh, stairs downstairs. Um, make sure to walk in the same direction as everybody else rather than uh, crosswise. And plenty of uh, outdoor spaces for walking outside here in the courtyard. Uh, lots of other places you'll discover for walking practice. And just uh, mindfully walking the same direction as the other people in your area so that there aren't any confusions in that way. Um, 
All right. First full day. Like I said, lower your expectations. It's going to be a mess for most of you. (laughs) You're going to be sleepy or restless or thinking a lot or frustrated. Not everybody, but I just want to normalize that if that is your experience. Some of you might just be like happy and peaceful and rested and ready to go, but um, for a lot of people, there's it's quite a day. And um, kindness, remember kindness, that we're doing this to be, for kindness as the deepest kindness to ourselves is this freeing of the heart and mind. But it doesn't come from trying to fix ourselves. It comes from intimacy with what is true right now. So that's where we're trying to settle. Okay, we'll see you all later. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.